जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभा गिरिवर धारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभा गिरिवर धारी यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनतीरावन चारीमुनातीरावन चारी राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय जय गोपी जनवल्लाभ गिरीवरधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लाभ गिरीवरधारी यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदानंदन गजन रंजन यमुनतीरावन चारी यमुनतीरावन जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा जय राधा 
Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Advaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Jaya Advaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Advaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Jaya Advaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Brinda Haribo Haribo Haribol Nittai Gora Haribol Nittai Goranga Haribol 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 Nittai Gora Haribol Jaya, Jaya Prabhupada, 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 Jaya, Jaya Prabhupada, Jaya, Jagadguru, Srila Prabhupada, Jagadguru, Srila Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Acharya Thakur Srila Prabhupada Acharya Thakur Srila Prabhupada Jaya Acharya Thakur Jaya Patita Pavan Srila Prabhupada Patita Pavan Srila Prabhupada Jaya Patita Pavan
ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪದ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪದ ಜಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಠಾಕೂರ್ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭುಪದ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭುಪದ ಜಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಪ್ರಭುಪ್ರಭುಪ ಪ್ರಭುಪ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭುಪ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗುರುದೇವ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಗುರುದೇವ ಪತಿ ತಾಪಾವನ್ ಶಿಲ ಗುರುದೇವ ಪತಿ ತಾಪಾವನ್ ಶಿಲ ಗುರುದೇವ ಜಯ ಪತಿ ತಾಪಾವನ್ ಪತಿ ತಾಪಾವನ್ ಶಿಲ ಗುರು ಗುರುದೇವ 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಲಪ್ರೂಪಾಧಿಕೀಜಾಯ್ರಂತರಾಜಿ ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರೂಪಾದ ಕೀ ಜಾಯ್ ನಿತಾಯ್ ಗೋರ್ ಫೆಮನಂದೇ ಹರಿ ಹರಿ ಬೋ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ದಿ ಬೋಡೀಸ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ದಿ ಬೋಡೀಸ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ದಿ ಬೋಡೀಸ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರು ಎಂಡ್ ಗೋ ರಾಂಗ ಓ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ಯು ಶ್ರೀಲ ಪ್ರೂಪಾದ morning program please repeat after me om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿರಂಧ್ಯಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಕಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೈನಭೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಾಚ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಾಂತ ವಾಂಚಕಲ್ಪತುರುಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾಸಂಧೂಭ್ಯ ಪತೀತನಾ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯ ವೈಷ್ಣವೆಭ್ಯ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ 
नमा ओम विष्णुपादा कृष्णपेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदात स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिने निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चातारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवास आदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय घंतराज मद्भक्त महापुराण की जय Shil Prabhupada ki jai. So today we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 11, which is entitled Lord Krishna's Entrance into Dwarka. Today we're reading text number 35. Please repeat after me. The Aisha Naralokesmen. The Aisha Naralokesmen. अवतीर्णस्वयाकुथस्थ्रीरत्नकुथस्थ भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा तैशनरलोकेस्मिन् अवतीर्णः स्वमायया रेमेस्त्री रत्नकूतस्थो भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा तैशनरलोकेस्मिन् अवतीर्णः स्वमायया रेमेस्त्रीरत्नकूतस्थो भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा तैशनरलोकेस्मिन् अवतीर्णः स्वमायया वेमेस्त्रीरत्नकूतस्थ भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा तैशनरलोकेस्मिन् अवतीर्णः स्वमायया रेमेस्त्रीरत्नकूतस्थ भगवान् प्राकृतो यथा तैशलोकेस्मिन् 
ಅವತೀನಸ್ವಮಾಯೀರತ್ನಕೂತಸ್ಥ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಪ್ರಾಕೃತ ಯಥಾಪ್ರೀಂ ಪರ್ಸನಾಲಿಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಗಾರ್ಡ್ ಏಷಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ನರಲೋಕೆ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ಲಾನೆಟ್ of human beings us men on this avatirnah having appeared swa personal internal mayaya causeless mercy reme enjoyed stri ratna women sorry woman who is competent to become a wife of the lord kutasta among bhagavan the personality of godhead prakritah mandain yatha as if it were translation by his divine grace shila prabhupada ki jai please repeat after me the supreme personality of godhead Shri Krishna out of his causeless mercy appeared on this planet by his internal potency and enjoyed himself amongst competent women as if he were engaging in mundane affairs so again the supreme personality of god is shri krishna out of his causeless mercy appeared on this planet by his internal potency and enjoyed himself amongst competent women as if he were engaging in mundane affairs purported by his divine grace shila prabhupada ki jai the lord married and lived like a householder this is certainly like a mundane affair but when we learn that he married 16108 wives and lived with them separately in each and every palace certainly it is not mundane therefore the lord living as a householder amongst his competent wives is never mundane and his behavior with them is never to be understood as mundane sex relations the women who became the wives of the lord are certainly not ordinary women because to get the lord as one's husband is a result of many many millions of births tapasya austerity so again the women who became the wives of the lord are certainly not ordinary women because to get the lord as one's husband is the result of many many millions of births tapasya austerity when the lord appears on different lokas or planets or on this planet of human beings he displays his transcendental pastimes just to attract the conditioned souls to become his eternal servitors friends parents and lovers respect respectively in the transcendental world where the lord eternally reciprocates such exchanges of service service is perpetually sorry service is pervertedly represented in the material world 
and broken untimely, resulting in sad experience. The illusioned living being, conditioned by material nature, cannot understand out of ignorance that all our relations here in the mundane world are temporary and full of inebriates. Such relations cannot help us to be happy perpetually. But if the same relation is established with the Lord, then we are transferred to the transcendental world after leaving this material body and become eternally related with him in the relation we desire. The women amongst whom he lived as their husband are not, therefore, women of this material world, of this mundane world, but are eternally related with him as transcendental wives, a position which they attained by perfection of devotional service. That is their competency. The Lord is Param Brahma, or the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Conditioned souls seek after perpetual happiness in all places, not only on this earth, but also on other planets throughout the universe, because constitutionally, a spiritual spark, as he is, can travel to any part of God's creation. But being conditioned by the material modes, he tries to travel in space by spacecraft and so fails to reach his destination. The law of gravitation is binding upon him like the shackles of a prisoner. By other processes, he can reach anywhere, but even if he reaches the highest planet, he cannot attain that perpetual happiness for which he is searching life after life. When he comes to his senses, however, he seeks after Brahman happiness, knowing it for certain that unlimited happiness which he is seeking is never attainable in the material world. As such, the Supreme Being, Parabrahman, certainly does not seek his happiness anywhere in the material world, nor can his paraphernalia of happiness be found in the material world. It is not impersonal, because he is the leader and supreme being amongst innumerable living beings. He cannot be impersonal. He is exactly like us, and he has all the propensities of an individual living being in fullness. He marries exactly like us, but his marriage is neither mundane nor limited by our experience. Again, he marries exactly like us, but his marriage is neither mundane nor limited by our experience in the conditioned state. His wives, therefore, appear like mundane women, but factually, they are all transcendental, liberated souls, perfect manifestations of internal energy. Om Jnana Timiranasya Jnana Jnana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasme Shri Gurave Namaha Nama Om Vishnapadaya Krishna Pishnaya Bhutale Srimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Mukhinaya Hare Krishna So Canto 1 of the Srimad Bhagavatam is the first canto 
of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And in the Vedas, it is described that whatever comes in the beginning will result in 50% of all the results of whatever happens. So this is obviously a very, very important canto, canto one. In fact, if we can just understand what is being said in canto one of the Srimad Bhagavatam, pretty much it is guaranteed that we will understand canto two, three, four, all the way through canto 12. So what is the purpose of the Srimad Bhagavatam? The Srimad Bhagavatam was spoken to the sages uh, in Nemesharanya as a result of a very large uh, assembly of the most intelligent people in the world. The most intelligent people all came together in one place to discuss what is it that now that Kali Yuga is coming, Kali Yuga, as we know, is the age of quarrel and hypocrisy. We can see there's so much quarrel and hypocrisy going on, right? So much so that it creates so much confusion. So much confusion that people are actually losing hope. It is said that the amount of mental stress that is happening now is so high that it's like at breaking point. Something can really go wrong. There could be a, a worldwide breakdown that can happen like that. So the sages of Nemeshrenia, they knew that. That was going to happen in Kali Yuga. So they wanted to save the people of Kali Yuga, the residents of Kali Yuga, so that they can also become truly happy in their lives. And so a number of questions were asked about how to do this process. And one question that was asked was an amazing question. The first question was a very amazing question. The question was that if we were to advise the residents of Kaliuga, what is the best thing that they can do? In one sentence, what would that be? Amazing, isn't it? Just amazing. In one verse, if you can explain what is it that is the best thing the residents of Kaliuga can do, this is the question that was asked of the speaker. And he answered that question very wonderfully. He said, He said that the greatest dharma, he uses the word dharma. Now dharma has a number of connotations to it. Dharma means the essence. Like the essence of sugar is to be sweet. And therefore the essence of so the dharma of sugar is its sweetness. The essence of salt is to be salty. The essence of a chili pepper is to be hot. The essence of a human being is to serve. This is called the dharma. But dharma goes all the way higher than that to meaning pure love of God. Love of God is also dharma. There is also a description of dharma. Dharman to Sakshat Bhagavad Pranitan, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita uh, that Sarva Dharman Parityaja, Mamikam Sharanambaja. Give up all varieties of religion, another definition of Dharma. And simply surrender at my lotus feet, Krishna says. 
Rupa defines that word dharma as love of God. To give up all varieties of love of God. And simply love Krishna. Simply come to the point of Krishna's lotus feet. So here in the Srimad Bhagavatam, the same thing is being said. Savai Pungsang Paro Dharma. That Savai Pungsang means the people, the praja, the, the population, the living entities, the inhabitants of planet Earth. Any inhabitants, human beings, Pungsang. Paro Dharma means the greatest dharma. For them, what is the greatest dharma? Yathor Bhakti Adhokshija. That one should do devotional service, engage in devotional service of Adhokshija. Who is Adhokshija? Only Adhokshija is Krishna. Because only Krishna is undefeated. Everybody else can be defeated. Even Narayana can be defeated. But Krishna cannot be defeated. Even Narayan will come and worship the devotee of Krishna because Krishna is so powerful. Krishna's devotees are so powerful that it is described that one of the qualities that separates Krishna from Narayan, who are both Supreme Personality of Godhead, one is Supreme Personality of Controller God, the other is Supreme Personality of Lover God. But they're both equally Supreme Personality of Godhead. But what separate, one of the qualities that separates them is that Krishna's devotees are unparalleled. You cannot compare to Krishna's devotee. Why? Because that person is Krishna's devotee. You see? So Dhokshaja means one who cannot be defeated, one who could never fail. If you become, if I become a devotee of Krishna, I will never fail because Krishna is never failing. So to become devotee means I'll also attach, right? Just like if there's a huge magnet and an iron filing goes and attaches to the magnet, the iron filing will also become magnetic in nature. So when we actually engage in devotional service, we also acquire the attractiveness of Krishna, the beauty of Krishna, the uh, energy of Krishna. Anything Krishna has becomes our property. In fact, Krishna himself becomes our property. Krishna becomes the property of his devotees. He wants to become devotees. Krishna does not, is not interested to come and bow down to him, namo, 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 all day long, but not give our hearts to him. He wants our hearts. He wants us from our very essence. The essence is the heart. Because that's where we are. This is the spiritual heart. There's a physical heart on this side. But in the middle is the spiritual heart. There's two eyes. There's a little eye. That's me. And the big eye, that's Krishna. The super soul. Everyone's heart. Even in the heart of an atom. There is the little eye. The big eye. This how much Krishna loves his total creation. Everything he says and everyone and everything comes from me. Emanates from me, Krishna says. Nowhere you see in any scripture anybody speaking like that. Jesus didn't speak like that. Lord Shiva didn't speak like that. Allah didn't speak, I mean, uh, Muhammad didn't speak like that. Allah in all of his uh, explanations given in the, uh, in the Quran does not speak like that. He says, I am your God. Yes, 
And Jesus' father also says, I'm your God. I'm the God. Uh, uh, I'm the Lord, thy God. And thou shalt not have false gods before me. Like that. They speak in generic terms like that, but they don't specifically say, from me, come anything and everything. And that by knowing me, that you will know everything. Says that one who knows me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna says, without doubting, is the know of everything. And such a person engages in my loving devotional service. Ahoytuki means that one should do it without any other motive but to love Krishna. Be a pure motive. I love you, Krishna. Not because of anything that I want. I just simply want to please you. Simply want to please you. That's all. Please allow me to please you. Actually, the devotee gets so daring that the devotee says to Krishna, you are doing so much for me, but I will do more than you can do for me. I'll double it. Okay, you gave me $300,000 a year as my salary. I will give you more than $600,000 back. I will serve you. I will compete with you in your love for me. You love me. I know that. I'm very fallen. But I have realized now that the purpose of life is actually to engage in the loving service of Krishna. What does service mean? Service means to express love. When we express love, when Romeo falls in love with Juliet, he is trying to express more love than she gives to him. He gives to her. And Juliet does not accept that. She says, no, I will love you more than you love me. And Romeo does not accept that. And the same thing happens between the devotee and Krishna. Krishna says, I will love you. And the devotee says, I will love you even more. Krishna says, but I will not be defeated. I will not be defeated. I will love you more than you can love me. And the devotee says, I will not be defeated either. I will love you back more than you can love me. And it spirals upward. This love spirals upward. What is this love? This love in this age is the chanting of the Mahamantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Why? Because Krishna has come in this form to us. He has come in the form of the holy name. He says that everywhere in scripture, everywhere amongst the best of the devotees, the acharyas, they all repeatedly say one thing that there is no greater fortune than the holy name of Krishna. Lord Goranga, when he came for many purposes, including many confidential purposes, he says, I actually imported from the spiritual world love of Krishna, pure love of Krishna. How did he import it? He imported it in the form of the holy name. Golokera Premadhana Harinam Sankirtan. He said, I did this. And I want to give this to everybody. Please help me give this to everybody. This is why Srila Prabhupada says, we must preach. That is Srila Prabhupada's instruction, that we must preach. But it is Lord Chaitanya's order. Amara Gyaya Guru Hana Tarayadesh. Jaritak Tarika Krishna Upadesh. He doesn't say, Amara Upadesha Guru Hana Tarayadesh. He says, Amara Agyaya Guru Hana Tarayadesh. Upadesh means instruction. Agyaya means order. Is Lord Chaitanya's order. Who is Lord Chaitanya? Lord Chaitanya is Radha and Krishna. 
Krishna with the mood of Radharani, with the attitude of Radharani, makes him even more powerful than Krishna himself. Although in some ways we can say nobody is more powerful than Krishna, but Krishna himself excels himself by becoming Goranga. And he says to us, it is my order that you must become guru. And do what? Jaryatakitarikaha Krishna Upadesha. Whoever you speak, whoever you relate with, whoever you have a relationship with, please glorify Krishna. That is Krishna Katha. Krishna Katha means to speak about Krishna, to learn about Krishna, to talk about Krishna, to always meditate on Krishna, to meditate on anything related to Krishna is paraphernalia. Krishna's paraphernalia is non-different from Krishna himself. That's why you notice some people, they touch kartal to the head before they will use the kartal. Or they will offer their obeisance to the mridanga before they will play the mridanga. Or they'll put their hand together when they're chanting the holy name of the Lord. Or they'll put their hand up in glorification. Because these are non-different from Krishna. They're all Krishna. Whether it's the paraphernalia, whether it is the pastime, whether it is the place. This place is Krishna's place. This is part of Vrindavan. This is a petal of Vrindavan that has come out in the United States of America. This is non-different from Krishna himself. So we should always be very respectful when you come to the dham. We should be very happy to come to the dham. Yesterday I was listening to a class by the Radhanath Swami Maharaj, amazing spiritual master, was his appearance day yesterday. Right. Radhanath Swami Maharaj, ki jai. So he was speaking and he was saying, the one thing that can stop our Krishna consciousness, one thing that can actually uh, cause an impediment, not stop it, but cause an impediment in the progress of Krishna consciousness, is the fact that we are not humble and grateful. We should always be humble. We should always understand, I am very insignificant. I don't know anything. I'm a fool. Lord Shiva in the Shipuran says, that's how you should pray. I'm a fool. I know nothing. But you are Trikalgyani. You know so much. You please instruct me. You please let me know. Please inform me so that I will also understand a little. And then I can serve very nicely. So we have to be grateful. Now we've come to Krishna consciousness. We should be grateful. Never ever offend other devotees or anybody because we're so grateful that we came to know Krishna consciousness. Why should we offend anybody? Even if they disagree with us, even if we feel like I'm not, that's not the type of person I want to associate with. That is simply our false ego. That is simply our mind cheating us again. Mind has cheated us for so many lifetimes, millions of lifetimes. It's continually cheating us in this lifetime. We don't become grateful towards other devotees. We find fault in other devotees. We're ready to accuse them falsely. This is why we come back and repeat, 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 repeat. It's not like Lord Chaitanya has not come before. 
This is Lord Chaitanya's 15,000 and first visit that happened a little over 500 years ago. He came 15,000 times before that. Why didn't we go back to Godhead? The key point we didn't go back to Godhead is we were not grateful, we were offensive. We were not humble. We have to become humble. Humility is the crown jewel on the crown of the devotee. The crown jewel. And we must be grateful. Now we've come to know about Krishna consciousness. This is amazing. It's amazing, great fortune that we got. So, we should have, ahoytuki means, not to have any uh, agenda outside of just simply pleasing Krishna. We want to please Krishna. That's all. And then apratiyata. Apratiyata means, don't stop. Just keep doing it. Keep at it. Lord Krishna says in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita that the greatest quality of a devotee is his or her steadiness. They remain in Krishna consciousness despite all ups and downs. There will be ups and downs. Why? The nature of the world is that it's a roller coaster. It's going to take you up and down. There is the heavenly planets, there's the middle planet system, there's the hellish planets. It's like a Ferris wheel going up and down this system. And we're going to go up and down this system. And wherever we are, we're also going to go up and down where we are. It's a little like, you know, the, the if you have any of you have been on a Ferris wheel, you know that sometimes they allow you to spin the chair, you know, you can. Nowadays, I don't think they allow it because it's too dangerous. But what they do is the person would hold the chair and spin his chair while the Ferris wheel is spinning. They spin the chair. So, you know, this is what's happening in our life. Our, our life is spinning. Sometimes things are really great. Sometimes, sometimes things are really down. And most of the time it's somewhere in between. But we don't give up on our Krishna consciousness. We remain relentless. We stay with it. And what is the best way to stay with it? To stay in the association of devotees. To stay in the association of devotees, then somehow or the other the encouragement will be there. No, let's just stay in there. I know it's very hard and I really, really, my mind really feels like leaving right now. You know? But no, we say to ourselves, well, it seems like the devotees are saying this is the best thing to do. In the association, devotees becomes bearable. Like that. So, apratiyata. And then, yeyatma supersediti. Such a living entity will find complete satisfaction. Because until there is complete satisfaction, the living entity will keep going on, unsatisfied. Okay? It's just like when you're very hungry and you eat half a meal, you're unsatisfied. Because your hunger is not fully satiated. So this is life. This is why millionaires want to become billionaires. And now they become billionaires, what do they want to become? Trillionaires. What do you think will happen when they become trillionaires? They want to become quadrillionaires. Right? Will it stop? I mean, Hiranik Ashpu went to the point of owning the three worlds. I mean, what is the value of one planet Earth? You can't even put a value on it, right? Gazillions and gazillions, they say. Another way to say is a Googleplex value. I mean, that, that's unlimited number of zeros after one is a Googleplex value. That's just planet Earth. Planet Earth is just one tiny planet 
amongst the millions and billions of planets. Hiranyakash owned all of them. In this world, nobody is so rich that they even own one whole street or two streets of anything. Unless it's some, you know, contrived little town that they built with 100 people living in it. That's a different story. But any place substantial, I mean, nobody owns the whole of Beltline Road, right? Even Gurley Avenue. Not as big as Beltline. But they consider, consider themselves rich. There's a very nice song amongst the Indians. They sing this song, Data Ikaram Bihari Sari Dunya. You know, that the Lord is the only real wealthy person. Everybody else is a beggar. It's just we have some rich beggars who have a few billion dollars jingling in their pockets. So they think I'm very rich, but they're actually rich beggars. How do you know that they're a beggar? Because they have their hand out the next day also. Please give me more, give me more, give me more. Right? So they're rich beggars. They're poor beggars and rich beggars, but they're all beggars. There have been people in the past who are so rich, they never put their hand out for more money. They just gave money. And they had so much money that they still had a lot of money. And these were all Krishna's devotees. This is an amazing thing. I did some research into this. There's nobody in the past who was truly rich who was not Krishna's devotee. There's nobody in the past who was truly famous who was not Krishna's devotee. There's nobody in the past who was truly beautiful who was not Krishna's devotee. Looks like Krishna's got the monopoly on everything that's worth anything. He has the monopoly. He has everything. Everything is his. Everything is mine. And I am your best friend. I'm your best lover. I'm your best benefactor. If you come to know that, you'll become peaceful. You'll know nothing to worry about, right? I mean, we have money problems. What is our money problem? We can't pay the rent. Right? We can't buy enough food. We don't have a proper car. This, that, and the other. If you were Bill Gates' best friend, would you have any such problems? He'd buy you a mansion. I mean, not as rich as Bill Gates, but you know, Mark Cuban is very rich also. He's got, I think, six billion dollars as his, uh, you know. Recently, he just bought a whole town. Why? Because his friend was a real estate agent. I was finding it hard to sell, so he said, okay, I'll buy it. Just help his friend out to sell the town. So rich. Friend didn't need, it wasn't his town. He was just selling it as a real estate agent. So he failed to help his friend out. Okay, I'll buy it. You sold it. You get your commission, right? All beggars. All beggars. Krishna doesn't want us to be a beggar. Why? Because we are his children. Remember, he comes to the, I mean, he says, I'm beach pratapita. I'm the seed giving father for all living entities. No parent wants their children to beg. Right? We want our children to be happy. We want them to be happier than we are happy. That's the mark of a good parent. Krishna is the best parent. Why he doesn't want his children to be happier than him? He does, actually. In fact, in the spiritual world, some people are happier than him. That's why he wants to become them. He's finding Radharani is happier than he is, so he's trying to figure out, what is it that Radharani is enjoying? My devotees are happier than me because they're putting their head at the at my feet, which is why they got the tilak, by the way. 
the mark of the Lord's feet. It's the head, the feet. He wants to know what, what's in my feet, so he sucks his own toe just to figure out what is the sweetness in my toes. But these devotees are absolutely enjoying so much. What is Radharani enjoy? Why is she enjoying? So I become Goranga Mahaprabhu just to figure out Radharani's enjoyment. What is it that Radharani is enjoying? You can see what a great parent he is, right? He wants his children to be happier than him. How nice is it for us to just accept that simple-heartedly? Prabhupada said Krishna consciousness is not easy, but it is simple for the simple-hearted. We have to become simple-hearted. Our problem is we're too complicated. Analysis to paralysis is our problem. We analyze too much. Mind always running, figuring this, figuring that. And for billions of lifetimes, it's been figuring, figuring, and still figuring. And it still hasn't reached 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% to eternity of Krishna's unlimited knowledge. You know, it's never going to get there. Just a foolish exercise, like a dog chasing his tail, right? It's a foolish exercise. Dog thinks, I'll grab my tail. What has happened? It does, by the way, sometimes even reach it, you know? It just, just reaches it and gets it, you know? But then loses it again. <laughs> and goes around again. Gets the tail. Pointless exercise. So for us, in this verse... Krishna is telling us, I came to perform these wonderful pastimes with people and look at what I did with these wonderful women. What did I do with these wonderful men who are around me? The wonderful animals who are around me? The wonderful birds who are around me? Like uh, the peacock. Right? The wonderful things that were around me like the flute. Look at it. Whatever Krishna has any relationship with, it's just amazing what type of pastimes happen, right? Amazing, amazing pastimes happen. He's saying, please, I want you to join me. Come, join me. You are my children, come. Just like a good parent. He might have a huge business. So he tells his children, why are you going to work for somebody else? Why don't you just join my business? You can take my business. You have my business. My business is your business. What is Krishna's business? Krishna's business is to please his devotees. He considers that his business. So what is our business? Our business should be to please Krishna's devotees. So his business is our business. And if we do that, then who is his devotee? Who is Krishna's devotee? Everyone is Krishna's devotee. Krishna says that in the in, in our scriptures clearly said that Jivera Swarupahoy Nityara Krishnadas. Krishnaradas. All Krishna's. Every living entity is Krishna's. Please look after everyone very nicely. Not just devotee care, it's also non-devotee care. It is everyone care. We care about everyone. Yes, we take care of devotees a little more because we want to help them preach. We want to help them reach out to others. So we give them some strength so that they can now reach out to others. But it's not for them Devotee never accepts any service for himself or herself. Devotee accepts the service so that he or she can serve nicely. Ultimately, it is all service of Krishna and his devotees. This is the ultimate purpose. So in this verse, very nicely in the purport, Srila Prabhupada is explaining that. 
that Krishna's affairs are never mundane. This is pure Krishna consciousness. If we do this, this is pure Krishna consciousness. I was just reading today in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila, chapter 8, text 31. Text 30, I think, text 30, not 31, where it is said that if we chant the holy name of Krishna, we will achieve pure love of God. But how come we're not achieving that pure love of God after chanting for so long? The answer is because of our offenses. And to get rid of the offenses, in that verse it is said that if you call out to Lord Goranga and Lord Nityananda, if we chant these two names, Gora Nityananda, then when we chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna will give us love of God. Because we'll be purified by the names of Gora Nityananda. And with the purified state, if we're chanting the holy name, the holy name will, we'll have the experience of love of God. So that is what we should do. This is a simple process. And then, somehow or the other, all day long, think of only one thing. How I can help somebody else? How I can serve somebody else? Chant nicely. First chant nicely and fuel up. Refuel. And then you spend the fuel taking care of people. Our lives will be first class, right? Everybody will want to become a Hare Krishna. Everybody will be happy inside Hare Krishna. If they're not happy inside Hare Krishna, who will want to become a Hare Krishna? We tend to get in too much with one another because of our differences. We have differences because we are individuals. Individuals will have differences. But please, let's cooperate with one another. That is Prabhupada's dying wish. If you wanted to show love to him, that we would cooperate. Let's cooperate with one another. In that cooperative mood, all will become very successful. All right, Hare Krishna. I'm not able to see the time very clearly from here. Putting my glasses on, I will. Normally I talk too much. Okay. Any questions from you, Prabhu? Any points you'd like to make? Yes, please, Prabhu. It's a scientific number, yeah. Basically what happens is that Lord Brahma lives for 360, I mean, sorry, lives for 36,000 of his days. His, his year, his days. His day, his one day is our 8,640,000,000 years. So for the first 3,000 days, he could not create anything. He's very frustrated. Trying to figure out how to create an amoeba, how to create a blade of grass. But he couldn't do anything. In fact, he was so confused. We saw this all whiteness around him. He was coming down the stem of the lotus. And see, everything looking white. He's thinking, what am I supposed to create? I've been deputed to create the material world. I can't understand what's happening here. Where is this thing coming from? What's the root of this thing? Trying to figure that out. Then his guru came and told him that you must do tapa, tapa, tapa. He said you must chant the holy names of the Lord. So then what happened was he chanted the holy names of the Lord and then Krishna came. Now that was the first time Krishna came. So that was 3001. That was the first time Krishna came. And Krishna since then has been coming once in every day of Brahma, Brahma just celebrated his 50th birthday, which means 18,000 days just passed. This is 18,001. So if you take the 3,000 off the 18,000, that leaves you 15,000. 
Every time Krishna comes, Lord Goranga will come after Krishna. Why? Because Krishna will do so many unusual things, you know. It will confuse people. How is he God? He steals butter. Why would God steal butter? Is he a thief? Why does he dance with other people's wives in the middle of the night? Doesn't he have good moral character? He does things that really confuse people. Why he did that? So Goranga Mahaprabhu comes and explains what is the glory of him stealing the butter? How the cows went on strike, wouldn't give milk. And Krishna says, because they, they were saying to Krishna, why are you not drinking our milk? We've been giving you so much milk. 900,000 cows, Krishna says. How am I supposed to drink all your milk? They said, well, we don't care. You figure it out. So he said, okay, I'll just mix all of it in one place and then I'll take a cup from there. That's my No, that's smart, but that doesn't show you love us. Okay, I'll turn it into butter. He said, no, that's, that's smarter, but still doesn't show love us. Okay, I'll steal the butter I needed. Oh, you'll ruin your reputation for us? Yes, I'll put my reputation on the line for you. I said, okay, then you love us. Now we'll give milk. These ladies he danced with in the middle of night were all his wives. You know, in the Brahma Vimohan Leela, which you see on that painting, where Krishna, where Lord Brahma stole all the calves and the cows, that was one day of Brahma that happened, right? In that one year, on our life, not one day of Brahma, but for a certain amount of time, in that one day, that one year, that those calves and the cowherd boys were all taken away, Krishna's, uh, uh, grandmother, who is Yogamaya, Purnamasi, understood this is the best time for the girls to marry because Krishna manifested himself as many as many gopas, right, as who were in the uh, in the cave, trapped in the cave. So he manifested himself. That's why when you go back, the mothers would feel, wow, why do I love my child so much more now? They didn't realize it was Krishna, actually. So the grandmother thought, this is the best time to get marry all the girls to the boys, right? So they all got married. Who were they marrying? Marrying Krishna. When he danced with them in the middle of the night, those were his own wives. You know, those who don't know think that they were the wives of somebody else. And by the way, the physical body never left the house anyway. It was the astral body that left. And it danced with their spiritual bodies. So things like that, then we understand Krishna is actually all perfect, right? So so Lord Chaitanya comes straight after. So he also came 15,000 times. This is 15,001, 18,001. So Krishna came just 5,000 years ago. And Lord Chaitanya also came 5,000 years ago. So it's 15,001. And if we don't get our act together, we'll be waiting for 15,002. And that's 8,640,000,000 years from now, minus 500 years for Lord Chaitanya. Do we really want to wait that long? That's a waste of time. Let's give up our stupidity. Stop criticizing others. Stop fighting with others. Stop causing differences amongst devotees. Start preaching. Chant Hare Krishna really nicely. Treasure the association of these wonderful devotees we have here and everywhere. Treasure their association. Treasure the opportunity to chant Hare Krishna. Human life, you can chant Hare Krishna. You become a dog in your next life, what are you going to chant? Woof, woof, woof. Maybe Krishna will come as a dog and teach you Bhagavad Gita and you will be chanting Hare Krishna because he can do that. He does do that. But that's very rare. Very rare that Krishna comes amongst human beings. 
We got this opportunity, let's not lose it. Let's think to ourselves, what I can do for Krishna, that'll be more than what Krishna did for me. Ah, now you've got something worth thinking about. <laughs> and you'll understand that our work has been cut out for us. We've got a big job on our hands. For billions of lives, Krishna did how much for us, right? It's only in this life we started turning towards Krishna. Better get your act together and start doing something for Krishna. Then our life will be glorious. We'll die thinking about Krishna. And Krishna says, come back home. Welcome back. Golok Bindavan. Or at least to that planet where he's performing his pastime. Any little final training you need to get because something's still not working in our system properly, he'll correct it. We'll go back perfected. Go Lord Vrindavan. The land of true happiness. Because there, everybody is trying to compete with Krishna to serve Krishna and competing with others to serve them too. And they're all competing with each other. Who's going to outdo the other one? in their love for one another. What a wonderful place to go to, right? And there everybody's got so much power that one, even a particle of dust can create many universes. It has so much power. A particle of dust has that much power. That is why people say, let me even become the dust at the lotus feet of the devotee who is going to go to Golok Bindavan. Because even as a particle of dust in Golok Bindavan, you can become a human, you can become a tree, you can become an animal, you can do whatever you want instantaneously with your desire. All Chintamani. So no matter what you are in Golok Bindavan, you're as good as anything else. In terms of your opportunity to please, to serve. And that's what people focus on there. They focus on how I can please you, how I can please you. They're thinking all day long. Here, what are we doing? Making plans. How much money I can make? How nice house I can live in? How nice car I can drive? Oh, the Tesla is the latest? Oh, let me have a Tesla. You're wasting your time. This is just the opposite of what we should be doing. What we should be doing is thinking of others and thinking what I can do to serve somebody else. And especially the ones who are the least. If you serve them, Krishna becomes the happiest. Why? Because nobody else wants to serve that person. Everybody wants to serve the rich. Why? Because they want to become rich. I serve the rich, I'll become rich. Get some donations, I'll become rich. But actually, the poor and the downtrodden are the ones who are the best to serve. Why? This is why Lord Shiva is known as the best of devotees, right? Vishnavanam Jitha Shambhu. Why is Lord Shiva the best? Because look who his people are. They are Snakes, they are good breath beans, they are ghosts, hobgoblins, jinn, I mean, the worst of the demons. That's Lord Shiva's group. My team, Lord Shiva says. Just like Lord Ramachandra had a team, right? Team of monkeys. Lord Shiva has a team of amazingly, amazingly fallen people. And he's trying to get them to come right in Krishna consciousness. Lord Shiva has only one thought in his heart. How I can please Sankarshan. Who is Sankarshan? Sankarshan is this beautiful white snake that is the incarnation of Lord Balaram. It's 
white snake is so powerful when Krishna wanted to leave the planet. The white snake went into the air and started dancing. And did this wonderful dance in the air and everybody was completely amazed. And Krishna's body rose up and merged into that white snake. That's how he went back. What amazing things are happening, right? We're wasting our time trying to own a house. Now you have to fix the house. You have to do maintenance on the house. The toilet's broken. The roof is leaking. The floor tiles are coming off. Spending our time figuring that out. Which we could have spent figuring out how I can serve somebody else and make them happy. Do you need money to serve somebody else? I don't think so. You can serve somebody else just by smiling at them, right? Say some nice sweet words to them. Pray for them. It's all free. No cost. And you're doing amazing things if you just do that much. There's no cost to serving anybody. And what is the value you get back? Oh my God, unlimited value. Why? Krishna becomes happy. Krishna becomes happy. What you will not have in your life. Even that we don't want. Even when the devotees get what they want, like this lady we were talking yesterday, I, was, I do a training class for leadership in, at the school, and this wonderful young girl who's in the class was talking about how this lady once came to Vrindavan to sell some fruit, and Krishna wanted some fruit. So he, he, he saw the lady, and he, she looked like his mother. She felt, he felt like this is my mother, I can ask my mother for anything, right? So he says, Maya, can I have some fruit? And she looking at her little, this little boy, beautiful boy, thoughts, this boy is like my son, my child. I love him so much. He's so nice boy. Yes, please take some fruit. And Krishna very happily took some fruit and went away. The lady started going back at the end of her day of selling fruits. And as she's going back towards the Yamuna, she feels like my basket is feeling heavy. Why is my basket feeling heavy? I finished selling all the fruit. The basket should be feeling light. She puts the basket down and she finds it's full of jewels. Each of those gems was worth more than all the gems on the planet. Each gem was worth more than all the gems on the planet. How rich did she become? She became the richest. From the poorest, she became the richest. What did she think in her heart? Oh, this boy was so beautiful. She's still not putting it together that the boy gave me this, this boy doing it. I just met this wonderful boy this morning. He was so nice. He wanted some apples. I gave him some apples. I felt so good in my heart. Why did she feel very good in her heart? Because Krishna is sitting in her heart, right? (laughs) Krishna is saying happy, heart feeling happy, she is feeling happy. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We should be thinking of Krishna and thinking, Krishna, how I can serve you? Krishna says, I have all these children. They got kidnapped by this witch, Maya. Can you please help them a little? So they can come to know about me and know it's not hopeless. It's great. I'm still here. Until Kalachanji is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we have nothing to worry about. I can't see Kalachanji losing that position. So we really have nothing to worry about. Just keep serving Kalachanji with all of our heart and soul, like Mother Chandravali does. And, and, and the devotees, 
Deus dele voltou. Mas sim. What is the difficulty? Where is the problem? We don't have a problem. But we love imagining problems because we're so accustomed to problems that we think if there's not a problem, something must be wrong. <laughs> you know? There's not a problem, we think. Can't be right. Something wrong. No problem. <laughs> but actually, the right condition is no problem. Let's do that. And we've got enough devotees here. We don't need more devotees. But plenty of devotees. Problem is we're not taking advantage of how many devotees we have. What we can do together. So let's all get together and wonderfully chant, feast, and dance our way back to Godhead, serving our beautiful, beautiful deities. I mean, what beautiful deities. The best. The beautiful, beautiful devotees. The best. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Do you have any other questions that you want to ask him? Mm. How to be a good husband, how to be a good father, like that, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Seeing our family members as devotees. Right. 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 Right, right. Right. Yeah, how can I? Yeah. So the question that is being raised, or the point that's being raised, is how we can be a good husband, uh, a good, um, you know, parent in a family like that. And that, you know, the answer is in taking care of Krishna and, uh, and the devotees, the deities and the devotees. Um, a lot of great things we will learn that we can apply uh, in our lives, in the relationships that we have in our lives with our family members, our friends, uh, with our bosses and our fellow employees and others, right? We have so many relationships in this world. So we can apply those. But when it comes to parenting and when it comes to uh, married life, there are many nice uh, ISKCON organizations that actually do teach that. And so if you can go online and go and join them, they you can learn a lot. Um, there, there are some books that have come out recently, but there are not many good books that really explain the science of how to be a good husband or a good parent. 
in Krishna consciousness. Uh, but if we study from these people who are actually talking about it, um, and they know a lot about these things, they, they've made it their life to do this, so that he can serve the devotees, uh, we can get many nice uh, pointers from there. But again, one of the things that I was saying in the class is keep it simple. Don't get too caught up in you know, the complexities of life. Keep it simple. Keep it to a lot of love and affection. Um, a simple-heartedness where we keep Krishna in the center and the devotees in the center and that we actually uh, serve them with all of our heart and soul and not get too carried away with what the results might be or not be. Uh, then I think things, then not I think, but things, things do actually work out. That's my experience. It's been experienced a lot of people, things actually do work out quite well. Uh, in fact, it's so wonderful that uh, sometimes I have to pinch myself to say, is this real or not? You know, it's, you feel like miracles are happening and amazing things are happening around you. And it's all the manifestation of Krishna's mercy, which is causeless. It's said to be causeless, which means we cannot cause it. But even the, in that causelessness, there is something there, and that is uh, to love Krishna and his, peop- and his, and his children, Love Krishna and his, whoever his, actually does attract the mercy of Krishna a lot. He says that he really likes it when he sees somebody taking care of his devotees and you know, taking care of people like that. And with a simple heart, you know, simple heart, full of love, you know. The real treasure is the love in our heart for others. And sometimes we say that. My genuine treasure is your happiness. Your happiness is my genuine treasure. Because if we please somebody with love and affection, then that becomes an amazing jewel in our heart. And, and then we have this treasure box of uh, treasure, chest, treasure chest of jewels in our heart, which is the individual, uh, individual uh, relationships that we've had and the dealings, the individual dealings is the word I was looking for, that we have in our lives, uh, serving others with utter humility, not understanding ourselves to be master, but understanding ourselves to be the servant of the servants. You know, like that. It's amazing what happens. And when we stop doing that, when we start considering ourselves as masters, then our mind doesn't work as well, and our intelligence certainly doesn't work very well. And then we start causing offenses, and then we find problems with devotees, and then you know all sorts of things go wrong, spirals downward. Then we have to avoid that, you know, try to avoid that. That's why, again, staying in the association of devotees, you always find some devotees who are focused, and they're not losing their sense of uh, humility and gratefulness, like that, and their sense of uh, wanting to progress in Krishna consciousness. In the association of devotees, mood of love and affection like that, cooperating you know, like that, it works out very nicely. Fortunately for us, uh, the Das community that Srila Prabhupada set up very early on, and then many nice spiritual masters came after that and and helped, is one of those communities where it is possible for us to do that. You know, that's our great fortune. It's truly our great fortune. Thank you very much. Uh, all the best. Hare Krishna. Vanchakapa Turvascha Kripas Dubiavicha Patit Nam Pavnibhya Vishnavibhya Namo Namaha. Jayanantakuri Vishnava Brindaki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.
Shigora Bhakta Bindaki Jai, Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai, Jai Gopya Mahamaha.